just for the audience, if we could have a quick overview of what this actually, this festival is. So just starting from where it's taking place and the what's so special about the venue that the venues mm. that are involved. So the, all the evening concerts on Friday night, Saturday night, and indeed all day Sunday, um, we have collaborative performances of staff and students in Milton Court mm -hmm. Consort, which is the most amazing hall acoustically. Yes, it it's is. a wonderful place to listen in, to play. In. I think it's the best hall in London, to be honest. Yeah, I, it is a very, yeah. very fine, inspiring hall. Well, with so more hall. Yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> yeah. But no, it is, it is truly a great yeah. place to play. So uh, there's that. This year, uh, as well as doing a concert also in Silk Street and Masterclasses, um, we're going out of Guildhall to the Charter House, which is mm. quite near here, um, historic place which started... Charterhouse School and we're going to do a concert in the chapel there and that is a beautiful place not far from Guildhall five minutes walk and we're also going to City London Girls School to do a concert fittingly I hope of female composers yeah. at a girls school Great. and one of the works to be performed there will be Clara Schumann piano trio mm, which beautiful. is a set work for A level this year oh really yeah. so we're going into City of London to you know, for the students to hear that piece mm -hmm. played live and to celebrate women composers. And hopefully that's a really nice combination of, of ideas. Of course, and it's relevant to, I think it's important to make every festival relevant to the the culture and the, and how society is, is Absolutely. changing. Actually try to encourage that change Absolutely. if possible. Yeah. If you had to describe the festival with three words, what would they be? Invigorating, exciting galvanizing okay you get one extra word if you want what's this galvanizing um innovative oh fantastic <laughs> so that brings me to my next question which is obviously every public event in a performing arts institution is some kind of reflection on what the institution is about it's mm. kind of a window between the inside and the outside mm. right so um, what do you think the audience is going to learn about Guildhall through this festival? I hope what they're going to learn is, firstly, I think there's a very special community feel feeling generally in Guildhall, having worked in numerous colleges. And I think that the very fact that we can have a festival where staff are prepared yes. to play with students sure. across the board, young, old, wind, string, is a sign of how people are treated as equals, I hope. Yes. And I think that sort of collegiate atmosphere hopefully communicates itself. And I think also the range of music that is being played and, and some of them slightly more avant-garde things yeah. that really represents everything that goes on at Guildhall. Because I think one mm -hmm. thing that is another real strength of Guildhall is how open to new ideas it is and how innovative it is in its programming generally yes and so speaking about the programming how that that's obviously an enormous task and it's fundamental in putting together a festival you have to uh, choose pieces very carefully and i'm sure you gave it a lot of thought and i'm wondering what your priorities were mm. in that process and how uh, how you went about that that whole yeah, well, it's a, it's a huge task, as you say. I mean, firstly, we want to include wind, strings, sure. piano. We want to include 
classical music, yes. contemporary music. We would like there to be pieces that are combining all forces. So that already yes. means we're trying to, mm-hmm. percussion as well, we're trying to get so many boxes ticked because we want to include people and because we know there's amazing repertoire for all of that. What we start with is asking staff if they would be prepared to do this full stop and if mm-hmm. they're free. Mm-hmm. And we ask them what they would like to play. And that (laughs) that gives an extraordinary plethora of ideas, as you can probably imagine. I'm sure you have a lot of work after that. Exactly. (laughs) Because everybody is so enthusiastic and they'd all like to play at least 15 pieces Mm. that that would actually be fantastic. So it is a balancing act um, because obviously we, we would love staff who have agreed to play to be playing music they really would love to play and preferably to be playing also with people they'd like to play with. But at the same time, we want in every concert to include a piece with Mm -hmm. keyboard, a piece Mm -hmm. with strings, a piece with wind, you know. So I have to say, I mean, we started in September with that. Right. (laughs) And we did not agree on the programme until certainly January, February. And that was a constant process of... Negotiation. Negotiation, yeah. And, and I mean, in a way, that's a really fantastic thing, because I think although we've ended up with these concerts, mm. we could have ended up with another complete programme which would have been just as interesting and exciting. I think the other thing as well is that um, there are there are some mainstays in the repertoire this year, Schubert Quintet, for example, right. where we know everyone mm. always wants to hear that piece. Of course, I mean, yeah. I do, for a start. Yeah. So we as well as having slightly more you know unknown pieces or lesser known pieces we would like to have some of those truly great masterpieces sure so they have to be placed as well i mean brahms clarinet quintet also another one last year we had mendelssohn octet yes so we're trying also to respect what are absolutely enduring masterpieces of course yeah. no doubt schubert quintet will be here hundreds of years after you and I are. Yeah, of course. So it's a combination. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you you mentioned the words balancing act, and um, I'd like to ask you, having organised events myself in the past, I know that it's, for me at least, it was such a struggle to organise and perform at the same time. Yes. And you have to switch from one cap to the other and yeah. kind of... So I'm, I'm wondering, and this is quite a personal question, I guess, but how do you deal with that? How, mm. what, what is your approach to having to put this whole structure together and then walking on stage and yeah. playing Brahms trio or, yeah. or foray quartet in, in yes. this Yes, it is a very difficult thing. Mm. I mean... And funnily enough, I had lunch with Caroline Palmer yes. last week, who obviously is an incredible pianist. And she said to me, Carol, this year, don't go to every single concert and then play, yes. um, which I basically did last year. But it is, it's a double-edged sword, that. I mean, yes, that's exhausting and it's mm-hmm. draining, but it is also very inspiring. Right. I mean, there's something that also makes you realised by going to hear everybody else. And I remember the day I played last year, in the morning, there was a concert of Brahms, trios and piano quartet, G minor, which I listened to. Mm-hmm. And and I was playing Brahms in the That's evening. Right. And although it was really tiring to listen to that and then think, gosh, am I supposed to do that later on as well? At the same time, it was amazing to hear yeah. all that Brahms. 
and then get up and play. It, it's an exchange of energy, I guess. Yeah. And, and it has. Yeah. Said, There's definitely, but but yes, um, you can overdo it. Right. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think that's one of the hardest things, um, as is. I think teaching and then playing. Right. That can be a very difficult thing. Okay. You're spending your whole time listening with ears to how others play and then you have to turn your ears back on your own playing. Mm-hmm. I think that's very difficult to do. Yeah. yeah. What are your plans for the future of the festival? Mm. And what would you, what direction would you like to see the festival go towards in, in the future? One thing I would personally love to establish and I'm hoping next year we'll manage it is a a world premiere within the festival, yeah. preferably by a Guildhall composition student, sure. which I think would be an amazing thing, I hope, for them, yeah. but also for the festival. It would be a really exciting thing. So we're trying to work on establishing yeah. that. And I would like there to be even more um, diversity, I think, yes. um, in using even acting in some way in combination in in some way with music so diversifying slightly and being innovative in different ways but we also want to build the audience and have a returning audience who and I think this is the case with many festivals that I've played in or been to they come back every year and they talk to you and they recognize you and they know you I'd love to feel that we gradually establish that and I know I've done a festival in the Lake District in England for since I was a student myself. And somebody last year came up to me and said, oh, I've never spoken to you, but I've watched you play since you were 19. That's amazing. Wow. And they were still going yeah. to that festival and they finally decided they would actually come yeah. and say hello. I just thought that was absolutely amazing, amazing mm. for someone to have that loyalty to one festival and to feel, as he said, I feel I know you through your claim. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. So just to, I'd like to end with a, a, the hardest question. Um, and it's actually in two parts. What is chamber music? And why is it so important? What is chamber music? Chamber music is the live and spontaneous exchange of ideas. It's the action and reaction of ears, of movement, of gesture. It's growing ideas from the seeds of the other players around you. It's all those things. It's a living thing. And I think that's makes it ever-changing. Means, I mean, we, we would like all music to be like that. But when we are sitting as solo pianists, mm-hmm. we are living off our own inspiration if you like when we have others around us there's so many different strands of energy that can inspire us move us if we are open to that and the reason it's important I think is because generally speaking that's what's important in life the exchange of ideas the action and reaction of people the ability to be to respond spontaneously to those around you to not be locked in your box, which is impossible to, um, you're, you find it impossible to move out of. You need to be flexible and move with people's ideas and attitudes. So I think chamber music is a reflection of what we aim at, at least in life, even if we don't always achieve it. And I think for people to watch chamber music and listen to it, um, 
I know as a child, I always found watching chamber music amazing mm. because you could see this kind of interdependence of people, which you didn't see so much in solo piano recitals. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that is amazing. I think you can see that the music is is a living thing and it's going to be different every time it's played, yes. you know. That's very inspiring. I'm going to go and practice now. Um, <laughs> and I should go and practice now. <laughs> so uh, the, the Guildhall School Chamber Music Festival is taking place from Friday the 5th of July to Sunday the 7th of July. And all the information is at uh, gsmd.ac.uk slash chamber music festival. Thank you so much for answering these questions. Thank you for <laughs> such brilliant questions. Thanks, Carol.